Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Adventures in Common Sense by Dr. Frank Crane, published in 1920. There is but one calamity in life, and that is poverty. There is but one thing to be desired that is riches. Any kind of poverty is bad, material, intellectual, emotional, spiritual. You do not have to be a money grubber to know that you can't lead a decent life without enough income to get you comfortable clothing, wholesome food, a nice home, and savings for a bit of culture and leisure. It is perfectly right for us to want money enough to secure a reasonable independence. Anyone who is not investing regularly a portion of their earnings is a fool. Thrift is just as sterling a virtue now as it was in the days of Benjamin Franklin. Any child not taught to save is being wronged. The media is full of news of domestic scandals. This is due to a poverty of love and character. The richest people on earth are they who have plenty of love. Beyond a lack of love, think how terrible and far-reaching are the effects of mind poverty. So many people are like dumb driven cattle, herded by shrewd politicians. Their children are stunted, their homes are cramped, their rights are denied them. Their food is poisoned. They are insulted, despised, pillaged, and swindled simply because they are ignorant. They are victims of intellectual poverty. They don't know what to do. Duly train just one generation of children and see what a tremendous silent revolution would begin. It is the great army of the ignorant who stir up discord follow fleeting trends, 
and bring defeat in the battles of the people. It is the moral poverty of the money-rich that so often renders them forces for harm. It is the spiritual poverty of the church that makes it ineffective. It is the artistic poverty of the public that gives us ugly cities, dreary streets, hideous advertising plastered on billboards. It is the artistic poverty of the artist that produces poor television and movies, popular music that degrades rather than inspires. It is moral impotence that causes a dearth of honest people as great leaders. Yet today's reformers hawk preventive remedies, prohibit this, stop that, curb the other. Humanity needs the bit, the break, and restrain itself. Hogwash. The one thing humankind needs is more force, more fire, more steam, more freedom, more riches, never more so than now. Democracy needs a thousandfold more money than royalty does. Freedom needs more brains than serfdom. Virtue needs more energy than vice. Love is pure in proportion to its potency. Watery and timid souls can be but hypocrites. Give us riches, rich hearts to love mightily, rich brains to think boldly, rich hands to work skillfully, rich bodies to live healthily, riches of culture to keep us out of the bogs of barbarism, riches of music, of sculpture, of architecture, riches of spirit to grasp the majesty of moral laws, and riches of money to secure our personal independence. The great individual is the one who is full of life and full of ideas. A new idea is a real contribution to life. A new idea stimulates us, enriches the mind, sets the soul toward new vistas, and profoundly alters one's whole being. The person who can give me a new idea has put me under obligation. They dropped the seed in my garden. There's no knowing what may be the fruit. They have cracked the dull rock of my imagination, and a fountain has gushed forth. It takes two to make a new idea, a hearer and a speaker. I may go to a book full of great thoughts, but they all pass before my eyes and find nothing in me. And then I may meet a farmer and get from his shrewd talk precisely the spark to explode my powder. It is curious how some people find you, while others move always spiritually at stellar distances from you. Emerson and Thoreau have been to me a well of inspiration, yet I never could find anything in Beecher or Spencer. Far be it from me to make a literary criticism, out of what is a pure matter of personal appetite. I used to buy books for what the world thought of them. Now I select them by the test of what they can do to me. Hence my library goes on decreasing. I have given away my Tennyson. He is doubtly great, but not for me. 
I have sold my nice row of Balzac books for the same reason. It may be blasphemy, but he bores me. On the contrary, my soul leaps to Flaubert, and Oscar Wilde's De Profundis shatters and thrills me. Now, all of this is of no particular value, except to illustrate that for a new idea to germinate, there must not only be a sower but a suitable soil. We must respect the past affinities of our soul, but when a new idea comes, how it lodges, burns, and glows. How old and set notions topple over like the stage scenery of an old wall. How one's own invention and creative power are invigorated. Yet, and this is curious, very many people, sometimes the majority, do not like new ideas. That is why a fresh and productive personality has a hard time on the public stage of ideas. They will have a few ardent followers who enjoy their talks, but they will find that most people appreciate the gentle hurting of the old leaders. But to me, the woman and man who comes with a new idea is transformational. I shall never be the same again. They have unsealed my eyes and showed me visions previously unseen. They have given me the so-called water of life. They have touched my soul. Now, you take exercises for the muscles of your arms, legs, and back. Why not take exercise occasionally for your soul? Your spirit or self, or whatever you may call that inner invisible something that is more really you than your body, that something which thinks, loves, feels, imagine, and wills, is well worth a little training. Here is a suggestion. There are certain great ideas represented by certain great words. These words have power in their very sound. Every time you think of one of them, you grow greater. Take to bed with you the following seven words. As you lie waiting for sleep, say them over one by one to yourself. Or better, take a half hour during the day, in silence and solitude, and practice the feeling of these terms. God, never mind about your belief or disbelief. Say that word ten times, slowly with pauses between. Think of what is above, below, around, and in all things. Spread your mind out upon the universe. Practice the sensing of the infinite. Next, stars. Say stars. Think stars. Try to reach for the feeling of stars. Let your fancy climb to the top of the night sky. Get the vibrations of those measureless distances. Those suns. Those galaxies. Those sweeping worlds, all silent, luminous, and immense, swiftly whirling yet orderly. Happy you will be if you can induce a bit of star feeling within you. Next, mountain. Repeat some mountain names. Himalaya, Matterhorn, Kilimanjaro, Mont Blanc. 
Get your mind up among the noiseless heights. Let the serenity, the eternity of the words, filter into you. Next, ocean. Go a-sailing, out of sight of land. Be surrounded for a moment by water, wild waters. See on all sides only the horizon. Stand in your imagination by the seashore. Hear the surf boom. Do not talk. Do not make phrases. Feel. Next, tree. Call to mind the most majestic tree you know. Touch its rough trunk. Look up at its wide branches. Stand away from it and see its outline against the sky. Get some of the tree feeling into your spirit. Think trees. It's a wonderful relief from thinking dishes and dust rags. Next, dawn. Think of sunrise, of the freshness of life, of hopeful beginnings. Induce, if you can, a sense of sunrise. And lastly, more. It is a sonorous word. Repeat it slowly, significantly, and know how you grow. The word lifts you up, expands you. Don't try to argue. Just say these seven words. Let them boom across your consciousness. Somehow they will still and banish your littleness. You will come to a great calm. You will have a sense of poise. You will get a sense of remoteness from your daily affairs. You cannot describe it, nor impart it. It is a secret. Your self-contempt will vanish. You will cease to think of yourself as a nothing, a puppet, insignificant. You will feel that you are, deep in your hidden life, great, strong, and wonderful. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 